Bet like Mike Show in DailySports.com. I know Follow me right there. You can see it at jjansen34. And also the star of the show, <laughs> Mike North at North to North, who uh, if it wasn't for Mike, uh, the show probably wouldn't have done so well. Well, maybe mostly because of me. Uh, I didn't do well for the NBA Finals, Mike North, but uh, I heard you uh, had some good bets. Had some unders on bets. Chris Paul, which is uh, was a good thing yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he was horrible. Bad, really you know, bad. I mean, he, he had no idea where he was throwing the ball. Nope. I had under eight and a half assists. Crowder would hit a, you know, two or three baskets. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a cold. Uh, Crowder would uh, hit like two, three pointers. Yeah. But he ended up with seven. Uh, 22 and a half points. I had the under. That was in. I also had Booker over 35 and a half points, assists, and rebounds. Thank God he got 41 points because, like we were talking about, not many assists or rebounds. Yeah. Um, I had a great night. Took the Bucks. The only one I lost was the over. Uh, the Bucks look good. They look like the team now to beat. Uh, Middleton and and the Freak got it done last night with some help. I mean, look, Drew Holiday had a horrible game. Yeah, but Drew he played good. Very he, but he played good on defense. So, you know what? They look like they're in charge now. I mean, but you know what? Each team did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, won their home games. Exactly. They were supposed to do it. Now it's just which one again, we've been we've been talking about this. You know, which one's gonna throw that really first big knockout punch? And now the now it's the the Suns have to kind of hold serve here and try and make sure that they don't lose here at home in in Phoenix for game five. But that's gonna be the tough one. But yeah, I, I just with the Bucks, it's the same thing with the Suns. You know, after the first Suns' first two games and they won, you know, it was all oh, this Suns team is great. They're a little bit too much for Milwaukee. And then Milwaukee came back, won the next two. I don't want to say that Milwaukee now is yeah. the favorite, should be the favorite, or uh, that they have the advantage now. Look, Chris Middleton's not going to put up 40 every game. And Chris Middleton's going to, frankly, have to do this on the road. Uh, it's just Giannis has been great, and that's the one thing that stays consistent throughout. Giannis has been spectacular, and he's the best player on the floor at all times uh, in this series. It's just, can Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday do enough? Chris Middleton did enough in the two home games, but that means he's going to have to do it on the road, which he hasn't been. Well, what did I tell everybody yesterday? And you listen to the fastest 20 minutes in sports. It, to me, it was it's all about Aiden. And Aiden did not have a good night. I mean, he did not put up points. He got his usual 10, 11, 12 rebounds. But they need more out of him. And I'm wondering, can Paul and Booker coexist at the same time? Can they? Because Paul started playing better when Booker was on the bench with foul trouble. But they're going to have to figure out a way. They're sharing the ball. To me, Chris Paul played a horrible game. Uh, everybody was ready to give him the championship. I've always said he's a regular season hero, but you got to show me. Yeah. And right now, at two apiece, you said something, John. The freak is the only guy you can count on. Yeah. That's why I think they're the favorite. You don't know what Booker's going to do. You don't know what Holiday's going to do. <laughs> you yeah. don't know what a lot of these people are going to do, but you know what the freak's going to do. Yeah, that is completely fair uh, that, you know, since they do have the best player, the most consistent player that you can expect 
consistency out of them. So yeah, it's it's fair. Look, it's it's the this series was always going to be tough. You know, when when the Suns went up 2-0. It wasn't over. They wanted to blow it up. Right. Yes. Everybody was saying that this was over, that Milwaukee wasn't good, you know, that the Suns team was just going to roll through this series. Suns in four, Suns in five. Well, it's probably going to be seven. I still think the Suns, but I think Suns in seven. Uh, So I I think this series is obviously far from over now. I'll tell you what, if it comes down to game seven. Now, here's another thing you got to be careful of. They said last night one of the refs, was roughing his first time ever in the finals. He should no longer be allowed to ref. None of the three guys that ref last night, Booker, I'm, I counted them. Yeah. There wasn't one foul that was excessive not called. There were three. That guy was allowed to commit eight fouls last night. The Two of the last three, blatant. And they just let it slide. And there's a lot of questions about that today. On the road, they're getting those calls. So, uh, I give Milwaukee all the credit in the world. I will stay with Milwaukee on this. I think the Freak's the best player in the game. I think Aiton, maybe on the maybe now, going through the whole process of the playoffs for him, and, and expectations are starting to wear him down. So, we'll yeah, see what happens. I have no problem. I have no problem. Holiday, a big issue. Uh, defensively, he's saving himself. I like Middleton. I don't know yeah. if he's going to get 40, but I like the fact that they had him as far as the most shots on the team yesterday with 33. Yeah, and with the Suns, you know, it just it feels like if one piece falls apart, then, you know, the entire team kind of goes wayside. Uh, this is right. a, they all five need to be playing together. And I think Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton are the ones specifically joined at the hip because of the pick and roll. And if Chris Paul isn't playing well, that means it's going to directly affect how DeAndre Ayton is playing. So, if they figured out a way to stop that pick and roll or Milwaukee figured out a way to make Chris Paul uncomfortable, then yeah, that's going to be a problem, but we'll see. Maybe it's just Chris Paul having a bad game, but no, if Milwaukee did figure something out and how to stop that pick and roll and specifically how to stop Chris Paul, hey. uh, then yeah, this, this is going to be a really long hey, series. I think Phoenix has to figure some things out too. Right. Not just Milwaukee about figuring out what to do but about no, Milwaukee Phoenix. figured it out. Phoenix is going to have to kind of counter that for sure. All right. Well, let's counter this. Let's talk about the open. I think that, uh, first of all, Dustin Johnson, I said yesterday he'd have a pretty good start. It seems like he has. Uh, there's others like Harmon and other players that have done better. Uh, but this is the kind of start that he wanted. I think he was minus two or something like that. I've already put in a bet for today. I put in a bet at four in the morning. Nice. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood uh, to beat Shane Lowry. Now, Fleetwood's playing now. Lowry played earlier. He's plus one as far as Lowry for the day. So I'm hoping that uh, Fleetwood could uh, uh, play better. He's playing now. Uh, seems to be doing okay. Last time I looked, he was minus one. Rory's hanging in there. Kepka's hanging in there. So this looks like it's going to be a good uh, a good weekend. Yeah, it does. It's so far so good. Is that the earliest bet you've ever placed, by the way? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, I was up this morning, 3.15. They're, they're, they're playing. You know? They're playing. I, I was in my glory. You know? I was in my glory. I'm, I'm typing shit, shit into my book. I'm going, hey, give me that guy, Tommy Fleetwood, at plus 120. So yes. we'll see. So far, it's been so good. You know, a lot of a lot of good names at the top. You know, it's a it's a nice little cluster at the top too. So 
yeah, so far so good in the Open Championship. Not that I woke up early enough to watch any of it. Have you seen any of it yet, my friend? No, I have not. I have not. That's too I'm early. I, like maybe after this this show, and I'm done, and I'm I'm posting everything. I'll be able to have some time and see what's going on and look. Right. Too early. Way too early. For Justin me. Rose played okay today. Uh, Spieth is playing really, really good. And, you know, the the media fawns over him. So it's going to be not only the rest of today that they're going to be going, boy, that Justin Spieth, boy, is he something else? Is he great? Is he something? I saw Phil T off today. Uh, I should probably get the leaderboard up to let everybody know what yeah, exactly. Yeah, get that up as well. Uh, yeah, tell me what's going on with the leaderboard, Handsome. Yeah, and this is uh, all in progress. Let me get it up real quick. Sure. Uh, for the Open. Yeah, and Jordan Spieth had a very good opening round. Uh, Louis Ustazen is at the top. Six Here he goes again. He's had a pretty good year. Spieth and Brian Harmon. I did hear, I think uh, it was Joel at Draftmaster Flex for Wind Daily Sports told me about Brian Harmon. He is yeah. under. Dylan Fratelli, he is at uh, four under, along with oh. Hughes and Stuart Sink. Andy Sullivan and a plethora of golfers also at three under. Victor Hovland at two under. I know he was up there. So is Dustin Johnson. Uh, those are final right now. And so, yeah. Uh, pretty so the leader is not what? The leader is minus six? Yeah. Leader is six under, and that is uh, Louis Eustace. Well, it's going to be a great, great open. I love the course. Uh, I didn't like the fact the weather seemed reasonable. I want wind. <laughs> there was wind. You want a hurricane wind uh, going through. I want rain in their face. I want uh, issues with their equipment, you know, uh, umbrellas going inside out. And I think we'll get that. I mean, the place is right on the uh, right on the ocean, so yeah. Uh, I think that's outstanding. Now, isn't that with the open? You just want bad weather. Is that does that sound bad? Like I just want it to be bad weather because, because they're not wussies, right? That's what it's all built to be like this dreary, <laughs> rainy, windy type of course. Like, give me that. I want. That's what I want now. This is the unique right. the uniqueness of the course, and I want that. I mean, the Masters, you got to have the bird. Yeah, has that sunny, beautiful, gorgeous setting down. The you know, birds sloping. Right. You know, the PGA, you show the skyline of wherever they're at. Right. The Open's Here. never going to compete with that. You know, you might as well just do it absolutely the opposite. <laughs> that's right. And that's exactly what the Open is, ladies and gentlemen, or as I call it, the British Open. Now, we are five minutes away, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. From picks. Uh, good day yesterday. We'll have another one today. Boston Red Sox in first place in the American League East, John. But Tampa Bay, one down in the loss column, a game and a half. And the rest, Toronto, the the Yankees, they're both eight out. I'm not saying they're out of it. I'm not saying they're in it. But eight isn't a whole lot. It's a, it's really two weeks. If somebody gets hot, ask the Chicago Cubs. They got cold and Milwaukee got hot. And that was the end of that. How you seeing this? I think... I'm liking I'm liking cash in Tampa Bay to win yeah, this thing. I love, I love Tampa Bay because they they are set up, especially for the regular season. You know, they are set up for a long season. They have so many different options in the bullpen. Now, do they have a better lineup than the Red Sox? No. And the starting rotation is good, but not great. But the thing is that they are deep. They this is a very, very deep and talented team. So you know, they are able to withstand some long stretches and I think be able to win consistently. Tampa Bay's just set up for it. The Red Sox, look, the lineup's great. 
The lineup has been mashing all season, and it's been honestly picking up what has been a dreadful, dreadful starting rotation. So uh, if the starting rotation, you know, continues the way it is, yeah, the Red Sox will have a shot, but I, I just think there's some regression due for a lot of those guys, and I don't think that starting rotation is any good. Uh, and, you know, if the if the Red Sox lineup, if they regress even a little, I right, forget today. about. It. Let's move on. All right, yeah, we got we got the point. The Boston's in trouble. All right, White Sox against Cleveland. Cleveland, basically Cleveland eight out. White Sox right now are minus sixteen hundred to win the division. I'd say I say right now this is over with. Uh, I I I mean they've gone through four or five different guys hurt in the lineup. Uh, I think this. Oh no, we lost Mike North. Uh, we'll get Mike back here on uh, Win Daily, but yes, not looking pretty good for uh, the rest of the AL, especially the AL Central, because the Chicago White Sox look good. Look, run differential of plus 117. They won five games. Uh, let me get this border out of here. But they won five games as well. So, uh, in going into the All-Star break. So the Chicago White Sox, to me, leading that division and will keep hold of it. The Houston Astros, I think, will keep hold of their division as well. Yes, Oakland pretty good, 52 and 40, only three and a half games back. That the, that lineup potential is absolutely way too good for the Oakland Athletics, I think, to keep up with. And the Angels, look, they're getting Mike Trout back. Shohei Otani is the most exciting thing in baseball, but the rest of that team is garbage. The one division, because the Brewers, you know, I don't know if they keep that one. The Cardinals could obviously – come out of nowhere again and get things corrected. Uh, and not only the Cardinals getting things corrected, but the Reds lineup is great with Winker and Castellanos. Cubs, probably not. Uh, and then even the West, you know, it's tight with the Giants, Dodgers, and Padres, but all of those are priced accordingly. So there's not really a play there unless you want to bet the Giants, but you lost, I think, most of the value that you'd be wanting with the Giants. There's only one futures bet uh, that you could potentially look at here in the National League. That would be the East, but the problem is I just can't find it. Uh, whether that is the Phillies at plus 700, the Braves at plus 650, or the Nationals at plus 750, I can't find it. The Nationals, their last 10 games are 2-8 and eight, heading to the All-Star break. They went on a 19-9 and nine run, I think. Uh, they were doing very well, but they just don't have, I think, the talent and what it takes to make that kind of run again and to catch up to the Mets. The Braves, look, they just it's it's becoming too uh too high of a mountain to climb here because when you lose your best players, Mike North, it uh is never going to end up well for you. And unfortunately the Braves have lost one too many of them and I don't think they could take that. But did you know you lost me now? Did you know yes, you lost me? I did. Me? I did. Did I you tell you the show? I had to keep the train rolling. So I just went through the divisions and I said the only one that really I, I think is going to be tough to handicap because there is a potential that one of these teams can get over them. It's the NL East, uh, but it's just trying to figure out, do you like the Braves, Phillies, or Nationals to take over for the Mets? And I can't find which one. I'll tell you what, the Braves are a disappointment. The Phillies are, are a surprise. Girardi has them on a steady 44 and 44 diet right now. Uh, the <laughs> Mets, by no illusions, are going to win, uh, just walk off with this thing. Uh, I do like the fact, I still think the Cubs can make some noise. The Reds. Only four back. Uh, Milwaukee, a shockingly big surprise. I think you probably talked about this, John. The Dodgers and the Giants, yeah. with the Padres breathing down their throat, seems to be maybe the best race in all baseball out of the West Coast. 
Yeah, it is. It's for sure. But I, I think the problem with me is it is all very, very much priced accordingly. Uh, the Dodgers are still the favorite. So you're getting maybe a slight uh, value in them. And they've gone down from because they were huge favorites heading into the, the season to win that division. But it's still not enough because at this point, who am I to say that the Giants can't end up winning this division or the Padres? Because the only thing with the Dodgers was you knew they were going to be good. Oh! Dreamyard does not like us today, Mike North. It is. It's, 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 it's not our end. I know no, that. It is. It is bouncing us out of here like we're stumbling. All right, let's give our picks up because I'm yeah, sure that before they kick us out again. I'm just taking the Yankees money line. Are you? Oh, I, can I compete against you? Of course. I'll take the right. You like Boston plus them plus the 150 or 160? Yeah, it, it is on the road. Uh, I get that. But the Boston Red Sox was just a better team. Uh, the thing is, we'd have to see. I don't know who's starting for the Yankees. Like, don't start that. Who cares? I don't care. Do you think but I but care? If, it's, if it's Garrett Cole, the only one I'd care about is Garrett Cole. So if Why? He's, thinking, he's been meat lately. They'll, they'll get him. But I'd want to get plus. I want to get a better price than plus one. Right, yeah, let, okay, whatever price you get. Are you going to take right. Boston or you think that? Maybe you may not want to do it. In other words, I'm going to take Boston. Yes, unless Garrett Cole starts. You can't be giving out picks. Maybe I'll take them. Maybe I won't. I don't care if they bring up the grave. If they dig the grave for Whitey Ford for me, (laughs) if they put a corpse out there, I'm with the game. If they put a corpse out there, I'll definitely take the Red Sox. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm going to take the New York Yankees, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. You got Boston, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. I don't have anything else. I might throw a little uh, couch change on the under, but I don't want to give that out. I might oh, lean God. that way. I don't want to put but, too much into just one uh, one MLB game, no, for sure. All right, let's get the hell out of there. We're not yeah. happy with <laughs> no, we're not happy it. with them today. No, it's I mean they did good to us. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, but we were preempted. But we had you for most of it, right? Yeah, you carried oh, yeah. the show. Oh yeah, we we. What did you do? Play. What happened? Did the picture go blank? Uh, no, it just kicked you out, and then it put it blew, basically they had to see a little bit more of me. Uh, my face got blown up. You are you are a young and handsome young yeah. man. No, I don't I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see. The numbers went down as soon as that happened. I'll say. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you this. Tomorrow we're going to have a full schedule of baseball. I know that it's tough for the players to come back. I mean, I know the Yankee players at Boston are complaining that they had to come back the day after. You know what I mean? Or a couple of days later, a couple of days later, but we'll have a full big tomorrow, yeah. Friday. Fine. All right. Oh, it's been like a disaster. This show was a disaster. We're couldn't out of our control, right? Yes, it has been. But you know what? Disaster shows are always the best. They're always good. Always keeps you on your toes, Mike North. Yeah, They're just tune in to see the catastrophe. Thanks, Johnny. Let's get the hell out of here before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs>